Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality. Uh, I realize I've got the fish... Uh-oh, no, I don't have the fish tank in. That means I didn't never plugged it in this morning. Oh, fishies, I hope you're all right. <laughs> um, okay, so it is June 20th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And um, you guys just talk to yourselves for a minute. Say hello. Are you guys there? So we have so to we be have like, to be uh, like uh, uh, <laughs> I was muted. Psychiatric patients talking to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I want to say hi to the listeners. Howdy, listeners. Howdy, y'all in the chat room. Thanks for being with us. Do you want to say hi to them all? Oh, yes. Thank you, everyone, for being here with us. Uh, you make you make our time here being worthwhile. It's, uh, if it weren't for you, then we have no reason for being so. Thank you. I appreciate you all. And yeah. Okay. So uh, go ahead, Dolly. I'm sorry. I I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, I'm excited to hear what Walt has to share with us. So get ready, y'all. It's going to be exciting, at least well, to me. It's not that very long, but I think it's, it is exciting. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Tell us what you know. Okay, yesterday I, uh, it, it was a, re- a replay it's all, it'll, because it had happened last uh, Sunday, last, last Friday. Uh, I heard the uh, lecture by Alex Collier. And during the um, question and answer section of the of the of the presentation uh there were a couple of questions regarding uh the skinwalker ranch and the uh oak island i think he he was talking about those two shows and uh he i wasn't aware of what he what he said because i know you what you guys have said in the past about having uh different different circumstances and things and your opinion of and what you see and what you think and all of that. But uh, I guess he had access to other information because, for example, uh, it was said that the Skinwalker Ranch is like 526 acres. It's huge. It's like wow. That's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of acreage. And uh, and somebody had brought up the subject that uh, I think it was part of the question that there are ships old ships in that in in that place in that uh, uh terrain and according to him he says there are three ships buried in, in there in time and there is a huge underground but he didn't go into deeper so i guess i'm guessing that there's some kind of deep underground base 
under that terrain, that area known as the Sun Walker, uh, Skin Walker Ranch, uh, because he said that, I, I know that the, the, he's aware of the entire show surrounding the Skin Walker Ranch, but he says that story is not new at all. This is the events of the Skin Walker Ranch were, were studied and worked on 20 years ago. He says, but something's happened that they let it go, meaning that they did somebody or someone or some group decided to leave it alone and not not dig into it deep, any deeper. So that that's he said those things which I wasn't aware of. Uh, either you guys would have said it already. So I wasn't aware. They, it looks like Skinwalker had a has a lot. Of, that's why there's a lot of mystery surrounding it. And then. He also brought up the subject of the uh, Oak Island events there. He says that's that's really, he says he found the Oak Island really interesting because it, the, it's more than just an issue of treasure. For example, he says one of, one of the things that are found in Oak Island are, um, are uh, artifacts that are like 200 years before Christ. It's like they're 200 BC. These are really ancient uh, artifacts. And he made a connection to, that he says that uh, if you study the history of Egypt, there's a lot of talk about the valley of, supposedly the, in, in, in Egypt, there's an area that was designated as the Valley of the Kings. It's where most royalty and very well-to-do people they had their burial place in that in that area and that's why there are so many uh archaeological digs done over the over the decades in that particular area is but in reality it that is not the big uh valley of the kings of the past of the ancient past he says in reality when the, if you look at how they refer to the Valley of the Kings, and he says that you can also find in the American continent, they have found uh, archaeological artifacts, and they have found archaeological, I mean, Egyptian writing, uh, Sum Sumeric writing, I think he says uh, one third one. So there, there's been writing in, this, in these three ancient languages, and he says that, and it, and that coincides with uh, the things said by JP, this uh, uh, army fellow that's uh, that's going into these special missions. He he talks through um, uh, Michael Sala. He's he said at one time that there is an area of the Grand Canyon that no civilian is allowed to visit. And, and Alex Collier said that there's exactly, he said exactly the same thing. He says there's an area of, of the Grand Canyon that no one's allowed to visit there. And also, there's a huge, huge amount of area that's un unfortunate that uh, the Smithsonian spent years uh, burying and destroying and, and messing around with artifacts there. But it, it, it looks like a lot, there's a lot of uh, Egyptian prices, I mean, the treasure being buried in there because there's this whole area 
that's uh, un un unallowed, you know, so no civilians can go there. In fact, uh, it was, it, like Nancy says, uh, synchronicities when things begin to trend, is that a, a couple of days ago, somebody published a photo uh, taken of the, uh, I think it's, no, this is not the Grand Canyon, this is Utah, but it's curious, you know, in, in Utah you have the these mountains that you have this sheer cliff, you know, face when, and there's no way to get anywhere because it's just a flat face, but somebody took a picture from uh, down below, there's an opening, it's, in actual, it's actually a man-made opening on the cliff face, and there's no way to get there. It looks like something that you would make for some kind of craft because the uh, the lower part of the opening is flat, but the upper part of the opening is uh, like an arc. So it's like somebody made an opening for something that flies. So it's incredible the amount of mysteries surrounding this stuff. So uh, I, it was it was nice to hear that it was. Uh, I know I've heard of you talk about the two shows, but I hadn't heard the things that he said. Because he also got, went uh, in depth to um, to talk about the uh, the Piri Rays map that was uh, used uh, many many uh, I don't know centuries ago, where there is a there's this existing map that uh, actually shows the entire world, not just one or two country continents. The the entire globe is covered by this uh, period rays, including the Arctic continent. And it shows the Arctic continent free of ice. So obviously the, the map must have uh, been done when the angle, the position of the Earth was different from what it's now. And, and, and he went tracing the chronology of this map, that this map was uh, used by uh, the the conqueror uh, um, Alexander the Great, who in turn received that from uh, a, a, a librarian in the uh, library of, e of, 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 what was it, um, that, that ancient library in, in, in Egypt, Alexandria. That, that uh, library, which was, you know, destroyed on they, they claim that it was destroyed, but I'm sure most of the records were kept, was full of information from uh, Atlantis. So he says, that he because he spoke about that, he says he there's so much history that we absolutely don't know. We do not, do, we don't even know our own history. So you guys are, were right all, all along about other things you said about uh, Skinwalker Ranch and... Uh, the uh, Oak Island, but Oak Island appears to be a, a much deeper mystery. Not just, it's not a question of gold. There's a lot more, there's a lot of uh, history hidden in there. Well, did he make any specific statements regarding Oak Island? What did, what's there except that it's more? Well, that's, uh, that's as, about as, got, uh, as far as he got on answering that question. So that's why I told uh, Dolly that I'm sorry I, he didn't say more. Yeah, at least he talked about it. Okay, <laughs> Robert B Bigelow, he was the guy that 
uh, owned the property before the guy that owns it now. And Robert Bigelow is very interesting. He's very, very wealthy, extremely wealthy. Um, he left, he, he, he sold this to the Skinwalker people that are there now, people on television. His, this is what really pissed me off about him, is that he would not allow what they discovered on the property to be known. They wouldn't give it, he wouldn't give it to them. So the guy does research for 20 years, comes up with what? And doesn't tell the people that he sells it to another very wealthy man who is uh, hired a whole bunch of technically capable people to pursue, you know, what's here. But Bigelow himself has been very vocal about, you know, UFOs really being off-world people. And right I, I've talked about this, but my, maybe not on this show. Right now, he's the number one uh, donator to Ron DeSantis. And he actually said if he had to eat tuna fish out of a can in order to get DeSantis in as president, he would do it. <laughs> that doesn't sound too good for DeSantis, does it? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that means, but he said it, and um, he is the number one donor by far. I mean, when they say that DeSantis has got this all this money, it's mostly coming from Bigelow, and he was so rich that he started up a, a competitor to SpaceX, but Musk kind of like overwhelmed him, and I think he's backed out of at least... He might still, I think he, the, I'm not even, it's Bigelow Aerospace, I think is the name of the company. It might still be in, in uh, operation, but you don't hear very much about them doing anything right now. So I don't know what the story is. But, yeah, kind of an interesting guy. And the history with Skinwalker. Why wouldn't you have told him? <laughs> you know, it's like it would, it would help maybe figure out what was happening they're probably doing a lot of this stuff well they don't they back then when Bigelow had it they don't they didn't have the equipment that they've got now to be able to see you know uh, deep penetrating radar and all sorts of other devices that they have so who knows what it's what it's really, uh, really also, happening. there must be some tech reason why they were aware of it 20 years ago and they decided to leave it alone. Maybe there's the, uh, even the uh, extraterrestrial technology doesn't lend itself to be analyzed. Maybe it's a kind of a serious issue. So they're thinking, okay, let's leave it alone before we it blows up in our faces. I'm just guessing. Um. <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure because I've got this uh, article in front of me and it says something about the Pentagon's advanced aviation threat identification program officially ended in 2012, but similar work continues today involving people from both the defunct Defense Department program and Bigelow's dismantled paranormal enterprises. That's right, he's also into the paranormal. They have become a part of, of a for-profit company, and that is to the STARS Academy of Arts and Sciences, 
which launched in October 27 to research and reverse engineer UFOs, among other goals. Now, I remember when that was happening, it was some famous singer that I didn't know who he was. Got involved in it. So, anyway, <laughs> yeah, well, the, 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 the stories about Skinwalker Ranch go back way before modern times. The Native Americans there believe very strongly in uh, the uh, Skinwalker, it, to the point that every once in a while you'll get one of the locals that agrees to come on the show and tell, sto tell a story. And they're all very, very leery about what they're saying because they have a, a belief system that if you start talking about the skinwalker, the skinwalker will find you. It's sort of opening a door to the skinwalker. So, and, and they, they're very, I mean, you can tell when they're telling the story that they feel that it's something that people need to know about, but they're not sure they need to be the person telling it <laughs> type of thing, you know. Um, in Oak Island, uh, when you have a place that is being worked on by, I think it, I think there's at least eight different companies that have, in one way or another, dug on the island of Oak Island. When you've got that many and most of them are being operated by Masons. You gotta sit back and go, what's this about? Uh, federal, uh, FDR, Roosevelt, President of the United States, before he got there, even before he was, well, before he was crippled with polio, um, and before he was the uh, Secretary of the Navy and, and big political, before he got that kind of uh, reputation of being, you know, Hello? somebody. Oh, God. Here oh. We, go. we can hear you, Dolly. We, I guess we just got to accept that Dolly has this routine here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I spelled can wrong, but I think she'll know what it is. Um, so FDR was actually a part of a um, company and he was a Mason and that was a Masonic group of people and he went to Oak Island he was involved in it so when you see that kind of connection between you know Freemasons and Oak Island you gotta wonder what that's about because, of course, Freemasons have a real connection to... Um, hello, Dolly, are you back? Yes. Damn it. I missed what you were saying when you said Roosevelt went there, before he went there. Roosevelt I went there, and he is a Mason, a Freemason. Mm -hmm. And the company that was working there was owned by Freemasons. And what I'm saying is that when you have this weird Freemason connection to so many of the companies that actually were working on Oak Island, I mean, we should ask to find out if, if Marty and uh, Rick are Freemasons. You know? they, 
Yeah, they don't wear their hat like, oh, what's his dingle wears his uh, mason hat all the time. I can't think of his name. Yeah. One of the guys. Yeah, he does. Not all the time, but very often. More Um, often than not, yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yep. Um, But anytime you get the Freemasons involved in anything, specifically something like this, there is a historical tradition of, and historical fact to a degree, that the Freemasons are associated in some way with uh, the Knights Templar. And as they've gone through this, is it eight or nine years now? I lose track. They have had a situation where they find things, like they found this uh, artifact, and it was like a weird cross. But that same symbol, that they got the cross. I mean, it's an iron cross that they found virtually on the beach. And when they had it analyzed, it went back to the time of the Templars, uh, 12th, 14th century, yeah, 14th century, 1300s, and the the boys went over to, they, they go periodically back to Europe because there are certain maps, certain family names, and certain, lately in the last few years, certain places that have geometric similarity to things they're finding on Oak Island. So um, they go to, go to uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, was it, I think it was Spain, maybe, maybe Portugal, and they were, went to a, what well, was a prison, but it was more like a kind of a tower thing. It wasn't much of anything, but it was a prison for some Knights Templars that had been arrested um, when the Catholic Pope and the French King got together and tried to destroy the the Knight Templars because the Knight Templars were so powerful. So, in this prison, there is a, 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 a carving of this cross. Same, same cross. There, there's no doubt about the image being what they saw the image on the wall of the prison and the image of the cross that they found on the beach, you know, was identical. Now, so, so, so they got these, these two connecting points that is just, I'm just giving you an example of other things that they found, but this one is the most impressive because this year they go back and they are taken to an, and again, I don't remember which country it was in but Portugal or Spain. And they were taken into this tunneling system, but the tunneling system, how to explain it? Part of the tunnel is carved out in exactly the shape of the cross. It's so strange. So there's all these uh, connections to the Knight Templars from Oak Island. And, you know, the story of the Knight Templars is that they were there in the east in Jerusalem and pitched camp in uh, the area where you've got the uh, 
uh, what do they call it, the temple, the temple, in the temple area and had access to some of the underground tunnels. Apparently there are just miles and miles and miles of tunnels under the Jerusalem, uh, under the city of Jerusalem and in the environs. And so they went in there and they I've seen shows where they found Templar artifacts in the deep tunnels of the uh, Jerusalem tunnels. The story is, is that they found treasures like the Ark of the Covenant, uh, perhaps the menorah. The menorah is a very mystical uh, article. I didn't realize the, uh, I, I'd never heard the real, uh, let's say, story about the menorah uh, that was kept in the temple. It was very, very holy. It was, uh, again, one of these sacred, magical ancient relic things so that might be there um why would they all be in the tunnel well because when was it they got sacked by so many people but i think it was um oh i'm trying to think of the name of these people it was it was foreigners that ransacked the city actually burned it to the ground but but right before that was happening one of the priests, or maybe it was the king, I'm not sure, but one of the head people in, in uh, Jerusalem had a prophecy and said that they were going to be overwhelmed by these people. And so that's when they began to plan to take the treasures and hide it. So at that point, when it happened, they did they went down into the tunnels and hid it someplace but nobody would well it's either been taken by the night templars or it's just not there they can't find it uh or maybe they just can't find it but at that same time there was a scroll the gold scroll that has been i mean copper skull that has been etched with almost like a tally sheet of treasures in a map where you can find it and at the same time that they were hiding the relics supposedly underneath the uh the city they were taking things out into the mountainside into the countryside and burying stuff out there too and this uh copper scroll supposedly not only tells you what is in these places but where to find the treasures so there's that story that's gone come down through history. People have been out there, you know, trying to figure out what does this map mean. And uh, I've seen a number of shows on it, you know, and they they get you all excited and then nothing happens. They never find it. (laughs) A lot of those shows. And Oak Island, to be honest with you, is very similar to that in that in in an episode you could get really excited and, you know, all of a sudden they hit a water uh, trap and boom, the they flood out or or the government stops them because they need a permit or there's all these different reasons why they get stopped in the middle of something but right now uh they know they know there's gold and silver down there there is absolutely no doubt about it and they know that they're probably right on top of it but the winter came in so they had to shut down <laughs> again Dolly, do you really think they shut down? I mean, it gets so cold up there, the ground freezes is what the problem is. 
Yeah, I don't know if they do or not. They make it look like they do. Um, yeah. But uh, when they're that close to stuff, I think to myself, they're they're sneaking around. They're not telling us what they're doing. I hope they've got an army of police <laughs> surrounding it. Well, they can't just leave for the winter and leave the island unprotected. They can't. People no. would be all over it. Yep. Because they're virtually on t- on top of it. Yeah. See, they- they, they they know they know that the that somebody finally said to him, "Did you ever take measurements of the gold and silver that might be in the water that you keep hitting?" Because they kept putting in pipes, trying to catch a, the tunnels, trying to catch the repository of more treasure down there, and so they got I don't know it's maybe it was a hundred of them. There was a lot of these drillings done, so all over the island they've got this well this one specific area they've got these readings of the water and somebody said just test and see if you're finding uh gold and silver uh evidence in the water and they did and they did find it and then they then they um saw the readings that they were getting from all of these deep holes in the ground with a pipe in it that they're pulling the water out and they could trace it back to where it was the most gold and silver traces. And when they were informed of this, one of them said, well, how much gold? Is it a steam shovel full of gold? Or And the guy said, oh, this is like a Mack truck. <laughs> he said, there's just a huge amount of gold down there. So then they end up in this tunnel that they've known about forever. They didn't realize what it really was, but it probably was the money pit. And they finally decided, because the the boreholes in and around that area were showing huge amounts of, of gold and silver in the water. And so they took this tunnel and they just rebuilt it. They dug it out, reinforced it, beautiful construction. And went way down. I don't even know. I mean, it's it's. I think it's past eighty feet, which is like eight stories. And it might be deeper than that. But at that point, they couldn't drill because what 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 they've come across in a number of instances, and usually only because they hit the corner of something. Not that they got completely blocked, but this is my understanding of of what happened. And they have pulled up concrete that whatever they built down there, like they dig out this big room area, they would put a layer of concrete on top of it. And you're the one that said concrete never stops, uh, what do you call it? it never stops hardening. It never stops curing. Curing, yeah. So it's it, it's so hard that the the it, it's breaking drill bits. Yeah, you have to you have to use uh, explosives when they when they had demolished the, those ancient uh, <laughs> what do you call it um, the railroad houses built by the um, English in uh, Mendoza 
they were built in the 1800s and then later in the 20th century they they worked to get rid of the, these old buildings they 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 gave up on the uh, power drills they did they had to dynamite them in order to get rid of them because they're so hard and that's, that's the thing with concrete when concrete is properly done i am saying properly done is because there is a cheap way of doing concrete that has to do with lye they use lye instead of concrete and and you get a nice you get a nice build but it's not it doesn't last as long as you need it to last uh when it when it's done properly the concrete never finishes curing it <laughs> the older it gets the harder it gets and the concrete was developed by the romans so obviously the knight templars would have known about concrete because you know the Romans used it all over the place. So, yeah. So anyway, they basically are on on top. I mean, I'm talking inches uh, to this barrier of concrete wood, and so they got the uh, uh, what do you call it? The the wand thing, <laughs> the radar. Uh, you know, to detect the metals and everything. Oh, treasure hunting thing. The tools. <laughs> what? You mean Dollar. ground raider? The ground raider? Oh, no, no. It's it's a device. Dolly, what do they call that thing? I never remember their names. On Are you talking about the drill one with the... It's a skinny oh. thing that... the what, Are you no, talking they, about like a radar thing? A laser thing? Oh. Oh no, the one that the guy that's always walking into the the stuff they're digging up with that wand thing. Oh, that's oh, you're talking about Gary. Gary, yes. Um, he uses a oh come on people where you go to the beach and you've got this thing you connect you you turn on and metal you run detector. it over metal the metal detector. detector. Yeah, metal yeah, detector. yeah, it was too it was too simple. <laughs> Metal detector. <laughs> so they get Gary down there in the in in the shaft, and he's got the metal detector, and he puts it in the water that's just below the flooring. That there's actually they can take the flooring up, and he put it in there, and the machine just started singing like crazy, and they all were like, "Yes!" Which you know. There's so much gold down there that it set it off at a hot. I mean, it's like a lot of gold. And then they had to stop because the weather was coming in. I don't think they stopped. I so, don't think Rick could do that. Did the story I, continue after that or what? Well, we don't no. know. They stopped. We, we it can't. was the end of the season. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gee, we gotta leave. Too bad, you know. And I'm going like, you bastards! You're not leaving. You're gonna open that. <laughs> I call them so not some not so nice words too. <laughs> I just you can't end it on that note. You can't. <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna be a frozen ground problem. No, no, because they're, yeah, already, they're under already under the ground. Under the ground. They're under the ground. Uh-oh, they're on top of. Going. They're on top of the treasure, and you're telling me they went home. Oh, come on! No, no, no way. way. 
echoing dad. Oh, okay. Walt, are you hearing it too? Yep, I'm yep. hearing it. All right, I'm going to put my microphone off. Guys, you got to talk I, to see if you hear it. I don't hear a uh, wall echoing, and I don't hear me echoing anymore either. So the best way to avoid the echo is not to say anything for two hours. That'll keep us safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, it seems to be associated with my microphone. But why would in the middle of the show it come, you know, and it might go away? Is it echoing now? I, think it, has I, to, don't I, know. I think it has to do with that, de that temporal delay that you get. When the, the, the delay begins to get noticeable, that's when the echo comes up. So uh, if the delay is short enough, you don't get anything. But if it begins to get stretched, then it begins to manifest. You get this slow down as as it's picking up the signal so I'm you think talk sick. now and, and see if uh, i'm echoing i'm not echoing now yeah and the microphone it, is on so it's got to be like you say in the signal some point something yeah signal. some kind of delay on that basis then mm -hmm. I check the oh boy i better check the station and see what it's doing i kind of forgot about what i would Station. So, oh, go ahead. The the new show that I was telling you about on the last show. I don't know what day this is. So whatever the last show was, when we were talking about this stuff, I introduced to you all. Oh, there's a new show called Beyond Skinwalker Ranch, and they are doing basically the same thing that's happening on Skinwalker Ranch. What they're trying to do is see if all these different hot spots, like Skinwalker Ranch, if they all tie in together somehow, like maybe with tunnels or with vortexes. And um, the new, there's two people who are new, an investigative journalist type person and a CIA agent, and they, they go, they blow things up. <laughs> they don't just say, oh, I wish we could get to it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They freaking blow the sucker up. <laughs> so I'm really excited to watch them and to see what they come up with. They've had two shows so far, and they're going to have a, uh, their third one will be tonight after skinwalker ranch and after their show after they get done for their show what they do is go back to uh travis and eric at skinwalker ranch and they share everything that they found out and what they plan to do uh next so uh, they are closely related investigations and I, i'm really excited about it I, it's it, they show so many things that I think have been hidden from us, um, John Q, Jane Q. Um, uh, they just show so many th things that have been hidden from us. 
we don't know anything. We don't know jack squat about this earth or what's around the earth because it's all been hidden from us. I need to take a break. But Alex says there's three vehicles in there. Walt, is that what yeah. you said? Yes. There are three zones or three areas, and there are, there are vehicles on the ground. Now, he made it sound like the this these three vehicles are, are not in the same underground that he describes. He says that there's a major, major uh, structure or, or some kind of base or, or a tunnel system on the ground. He didn't make it sound like they're all in the same place. They are actually separate from each other. I have been mm, feeling that there's one in the mesa where, where they're digging in that hill. And there's one over by the, uh, the farmhouse that is in ruins. I swear there's one there. And I kind of feel like there's a place around where the cows all end up dying. I know they're taken from above, but I feel like, no, no, because that's not by the triangle. Be, I'm confused on this third thought that I have. It's, I think it's by the triangle, yet I think it's where the cow gets taken and killed. So I'm not sure about the third placement. But I'll bet you they find one where they're trying to drill right now and over by the farmhouse that has a ruin, a house in ruins. That's what I've been feeling. We'll see. Like there's this mesa, this, this you know, kind of rocky pile of rocks. And they started dr drilling horizontally through it. And they got to a point where the drill wanted to go up. It, whatever was was stopping it was forcing the drill to go up. So they, and, and they're using water. So the water is sent through uh, uh, into an area where they can actually sift it to see what's coming out of the water. And what came out of the water was little pieces flecks of some kind of a metallic looking thing and they tested that stuff and it turned out to be some kind of a material that was well they they used the same sort of thing on the uh for the shielding of the uh of the um nasa's spaceship there <laughs> why can't i remember these names tonight um you mean the one they just shut down a while back ago? One that well, I thought it was on all of them, so they'd have a safe journey back to Earth. I didn't know there was a specific one. Space shuttle. It was the space shuttles. Uh, the same stuff that this. Well, I understood it to be the same sort of thing that they. You. He, if initially he said that they use on spacecraft. But then I saw uh, another segment where they were talking about it, and they said it was the same stuff that they would use in the um, the shielding on the on the space shuttle. But that's a, those are ceramic tiles in the shielding. Yeah, but no? there's something else in it. 
I don't know, Walt. I'm just telling you what I remember oh. here, or think I remember hearing. But anyway, it's connected to to space travel. <laughs> what they pulled out of there, and every time they try to dr- dig through this mesa, the drills are getting stopped by something. It's in the middle of the mesa. So the newest thing is that they've taken a handheld drill and they've gone up to the top of the mesa and they're drilling down, hoping to intersect whatever is below them, stopping it. That's well, it's they... not exactly held by the hand. What? Well, no. Mm. No. It's portable. Let's put it that way. It's portable. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Portable drill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, someone's got a lot of money to make a lot of drills. Well, they're... What's this, the third or fourth season? I think it's the third season. Um, Initially, they... Fourth. It's the fourth. Initially, they were kind of amateurish. I was kind of irritated by them because I just knew there was other equipment they could be using instead of the way they were doing it. But it's just like what happened in Oak Island. Uh, more and more money got put into the project at Oak Island. I mean, some of these some of these things are a million dollars a whack to make a, some of the big boreholes. And the equipment that they've got now, the companies that are working for them, it's, you know that there's millions and millions of dollars behind that operation, and I'm sure that the boys themselves couldn't be affording it because there was a point at which they thought they would have to stop because of the money. Do you remember that season? Oh, yeah. And then the next season, they got this, what was it, $3 million drill uh, dr- digger? It was like, well, I guess they got some money. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that was when, when they started talking about needing to quit because they didn't have the money. The next year, that's when the money started pouring in. Yeah. Each season, they got, they got more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More, more backers. Well, when you're seeing, you know, more gold that supposedly is on the face of the earth, maybe down there, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take a gamble. Where do I sign up for that one? <laughs> Give me that paper. <laughs> yeah. Here, take my money. <laughs> oh, good lord. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I was wondering. I uh, I wonder why Alex Collier didn't mention Blind Frog Ranch because I think Blind Frog Ranch is tied into a Skinwalker because there's. So close in proximity, in the uh, in the area. So I was wondering about that. I don't think so. But then again, now that I'm th- I'm going back to the oh yeah because it, it yeah at first it sounded like it was a Aztec uh, treasure. And they found, they got into the, t- oh, they, these people are so stupid. I, I'm sure that they made them stop because they were going to kill themselves. And <laughs> yeah, they almost did, yeah. They yeah. almost did on every episode. And I'm not kidding. It was stupidity. Oh, my God. So, But anyway, um, 
so they find a, 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 a like a like a box structure, but not a box. It was with logs put together so that you could put something in it. They found, and that's an Aztec uh, structure. The building of it, the way that they used rope to put it together, it was the pictures that they brought up from it. Um, one of these people that is an authority in the Aztecs said that. No, that's definitely Aztec structuring. And inside there, they found what they hoped was gold. They took it out as if it was gold. And they got it to the surface. And I don't remember these people's names, but the old guy, the father, the head figure there, he's got a piece of this. They've opened up the bag, and they, he's taken one of these pieces of this, whatever's in it, and it's like a stone thing. And it turned to liquid in his hand. <laughs> And, you know, it was like, what the hell? Well, it turns out that this is a very kind of, it's man-made uh, element in that they, you have to do certain things to get this thing to do it, that at a certain temperature, it's solid, but if you warm it up a little bit, it turns into liquid. And again, it was something that was not known at the time of the Aztecs. It's a something that was discovered in modern times. So... Yeah, they, because at first it was just the Aztec treasure, but then they threw that in there. And now they're into something that has certain symbols that the Aztecs may also have used, but it's got this weird stuff in there that's being hoarded like it was gold. So if, you, if, you, if you've got a futuristic, from the Aztecs' point of view, a futuristic metal that will not even be come known by the rest of the world until the future because it's used in you know space stuff and electronics i don't even remember the specific areas that it's used in uh so yeah you might be right dolly <laughs> i mean you're right geographically they're very close but also um the weirdness of this stuff that they're finding oh, oh boy wouldn't it be interesting to do a, somebody must have done it if I'm seeing it. It's done a comparison of what they did find in Blind Frog Ranch and what they found in the in the Mesa. Well, I hope this is terrible to say, but those guys are so stupid. I I think they are going to kill each of somebody's in their family. I hope that they get somebody who is assigned to them. Uh, to help them or they're replaced. Uh, somebody smart to help them or that they're replaced entirely because I, I just think they aren't smart enough to know how to protect themselves. They were, they were going down there. There's, the sun would swim down in these tunnels. These tunnels are water-filled with scoop equipment and I, I mean it was and I don't think they were ex exaggerating the danger it certainly looks stupid and dangerous to me um, oh my god the things they were doing and you know we had done enough with uh, Skinwalker and uh, Oak Island to know no you don't drill like that that's crazy what are you doing They'd have the drill set up on very precarious 
sites drilling and you're going like that that thing could roll off the, the cliff here you know it was like nutty what they do was that me or you not me not me that was strange anyway so um yeah very fascinating and of course, we've got the story that we talked about from, um, oh, what is it now? The uh, uh, Dr. Waltz, what's his name? With the ET things and the uh, the hidden, hidden uh, what were they calling them? ET modules or something? Give me. Who are you? Uh, who, who are you you're talking about? Yeah, the guy that has, uh, what is it? It's the Foundation for Extraterrestrial. What is it? Dr. Salas? Salas? Oh, you mean uh, Michael Salas? Michael Salas. Oh, I have trouble. Yeah, he's with Australian. Ah, down under. Yeah, but he's got, he, he was talking about those um, buried disks, the one oh, that you, was in Ukraine oh. and. He calls them arcs. Some are under the arcs, ocean. That's right. That's right. Others are under the the the, the earth. I mean, right. that's like why that he he spent an entire show. They were talking about because uh, JP, this young man that uh, is now he's an army officer, and he gets sent on these assignments. They had a mission that the him and his team. I think is a team of twenty were sent to the ark that's in, in the Ukraine, because it was curious that the uh, the Russians were able to avoid the Ukrainians trying to get into that ark, they, because they wanted, I guess, the cabal was wanted to get their hands on the Ukrainian uh, um, ark, because it's, it's very interesting that when you look at the, at the map, the particular area that's affected, uh, the terrain is supposed to be standard, you know, with normal vegetation type of terrain, but there is a, this area in the middle of nowhere. It's there's no, there isn't any human habitation or any other kind of human activity. It's just a desert, smack in the middle of this uh, otherwise forested terrain. There is this uh, circular area that's devoid of vegetation, nothing grows. So it turns out the JP told uh, Michael Salas that they, there's an arc on the, under there. It's a huge arc and they wanted, uh, the, uh, the Ukrainians wanted to get in there, but the Russians stopped it. They blocked it because I guess the cabal wanted access to that, uh, to the, to the arc. Because here's the thing, Nobody among the uh, the teams that are do are do get allowed to go to these arcs. Uh, some of the teams can't get into the arc because they don't have the right DNA. In the case of JP, one of the one of his main functions when he when his team goes out for these assignments is that he's got the right DNA. He puts his hand on these locks and other structures, and they respond to him. Things turn on, uh, doors open, 
Well, Whereas, well they're, talking, they're they're saying DNA, but it maybe DNA. It, well, yeah, but maybe it's not DNA. Maybe it's a specific frequency that their bodies are putting out, because on Skinwalker Ranch, okay, there is a particular frequency, six point five something. I'm not, not even sure what they're you know measuring because I didn't pay any attention to it, but it, this signal keeps coming up, and when they had somebody who had been with um, Bigelow in that group come back to the ranch. He had been one of those people that it seemed like when he would go someplace, paranormal activity would be triggered. And so they brought him back under different circumstances and just drove around the ranch with him in the, in the vehicle. They got out at one time, but the whole time they were taking measurements of the uh, electromagnetic pattern of energy throughout the whole the Jeep area where they were. They were, were monitoring it. And when they got the results, yes, they were getting that 6.5 beam up all of a sudden. You'd be someplace and it would like turn on. So maybe it's it's not DNA at all. It's a frequency being put out by certain people. Well, whatever it is, uh, the Ch the Chinese couldn't, when he, he went to the other assignment to the ark that's at the bottom of the ocean, uh, the Chinese were kind of pissed because they wanted to get in there, and they couldn't. None of them, none of them had the right uh, DNA or whatever it was, whereas JP, he went, went to the, uh, the airlock, and it just responded to him. So... And is, he, is he is he is he is he a white blonde-haired blue-eyed guy? <laughs> well, the other the other theme that made it were able to get in incredibly fast were the Aztecs. They at one point they had a an, another another group joined them. It was a the the leader of the group was a bilingual Mexican, and he also spoke Quechua, so they uh, he could under, he could talk to the Aztecs. But they, when they went to there, the uh, the locking system or whatever you call it of this arc it reacted to their presence. So they were able to get in there, and they stayed in there for like a whole week, whereas they left right away. So in fact, that's why JP had to go a second time because his team was sent to retrieve these Aztecs because they were so excited by everything they met every and they were. Aztec writing all over the place and symbols all over the place. So it was like they made it, they were happy that it's like coming home at once, at, la at last. So. So, so on the Ark, the writing in it was Aztec? Yep. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So, and he was the only one speak, uh, Spanish speaking part of that group. The others, they all spoke Quechua. They were all, you know, the, they all spoke the Aztec uh, in, uh, dialect. Well, this is another connection to what Dolly alluded to, the Aztec in the Blind Frog Ranch. See, the story about Blind Frog Ranch is that the Aztecs, when the Spanish were invading, took their treasure of gold and took it up to the same, you know, in the Utah-type area. I'm not sure if it's Nevada or Utah, but in that area. And so 
that's where the the story goes is the Aztecs have got a buried treasure down there but that's a connection Dolly you might be right because if the Aztecs can you know enter these vehicles and it, well and they've got their language all over the place maybe the Aztecs were the ETs <laughs> who knows anyway <laughs> we're at the top of the hour and I haven't even decided what to play here um is there anything that you think you want to hear, Dolly? Um, we came to talk. We came to say what that one. Like Harley that? Simon. No, Katrina. Let me see. It's <laughs> I've got a lot of the. Oh, come on. Shoot! I bet I. I'm sorry, people out there. I think I need to clean this thing up. I want to sing. Sing, 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 sing. Come on, come on, come on. Holy moly. All right, I can't find it. Uh, How about Over the Rainbow? Okay, let's see if I can find that. <laughs> what is the problem here? Isn't this interesting? Oh, 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 I just saw it. <laughs> I just saw it. And then I clicked and it went away. Are we having fun yet? Oh, for heaven's sakes. How about the sound of silence? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just play something, for heaven's sakes? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to do this. Just give me a second. Now I'm... Jeez. Uh, Oh, this is so strange. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. I don't know why we're having this problem. I said that I would sing. An aura geode, a black moonstone, citrine cosmic silver nugget, bracelets, shungite bowls, and much more at the Mystical Wares live auction. Have fun bidding for special items at your price. Mysticalwares.com slash live dash auctions let's take a moment to thank the people who make intergalactic distribution of this show possible mystical wares in mount vernon washington yes folks mystical wares is where the jedi knights shop when they have their annual field trip to planet earth after annihilating battalions of stormtroopers and blowing up the death star they deserve an all-out shopping spree and their supplier of choice is Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington, an oasis of light in an otherwise dark universe. I spoke to Master Yoda the other day and asked him where he buys his shungite. He replied, tell you I will and not belabor. Mystical Wares. I also pick up spare parts for my light saber. So there you have it, folks. If it's good enough for Master Yoda and the Jedi Elite, it's certainly good enough for the rest of us. Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Online or on location, you'll be sure to give them a standing ovation. I am Oni, mad as the day is long, Avidician. This was Metaphysical Martini, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio, to whom we are most grateful. Until we meet again, my darlings, get involved in local politics. Learn to identify the dirty tricks within the matrix. And above all, let the spirit inhabit 
the human. Scalar energy is demonstrating how good health depends upon balanced and stable human and animal energy fields. Test it out for yourself with a free weekly 12-hour remote session at mysticalwares.com slash scalar-healing. This is an ongoing program allowing you to pick and choose the scalar energy treatment you want. Thus, you must register weekly for the session presented every Friday. Experience the future of medicine now for the free sessions or sign up for one designed specifically for you. Go to mysticalwares.com slash scalar-healing. And remember, you must sign up weekly and receive the confirmation email or text confirming the session. Experience the future of medicine now. And welcome back to the second hour of Cosmic Reality on June 20th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. Um, okay, is there anything else you have on a, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, what you call it, uh, Dolly? On my list? Uh, on my list? Huh? On the list? On the list, yes. Well, yeah, I got I got something I can, I ran across here and I just wanted to share. I was cleaning up my desktop. Walt always says, you got so much stuff on your desktop. So I was cleaning it up. Um, Come on, tell the truth. I sound more manly than, than that. Okay. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> you have too much stuff on your uh, desktop. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Ma'am. Okay, so here, I want to read this. I know you all probably, well, I can't say that. Some of you might not have heard this before. A lot of us have, but this is a uh, refresher, and it's a short thing. I can read it, okay. Uh, Christ consciousness, the important thing to keep in mind on your ascension journey is that you only need your conscious intent and the genuine desire towards wanting to experience a world that operates on unity, love, and compassion, which will help you achieve Christ energy. Christ consciousness can include your ability to connect to your higher self, how you demonstrate the qualities of divinity, and your ability to share your spiritual wisdom and knowledge to help others with their spiritual growth. A person who has activated the upper chakras, namely the heart, third eye, and the crown chakras has achieved Christ consciousness because that process shifts a person's frequency into the powerful heart-based qualities which allows them to consciously demonstrate love, empathy, compassion, and the ability to connect and to understand people from a deeper emotional and spiritual level. This person can also have the ability to telepathically communicate with the higher dimensional levels of consciousness within the cosmos 
in the Akashic Records. I just wanted to read that to you all as a little reminder to share it with those who might not have heard it. And let me see, let, let me look at, oh, I didn't care for that one. I'm not going to read that. I didn't care. I, and then I have another one that Walt is going to read for me because I am so freaking not able to do it. <laughs> um, let me look at this because there's a place where you don't have to. I think this is okay. Yeah, if you could read that, Walt, that would be. Oh, I didn't read that. That would be nice, Walt, please. It is when you get down to we are doing good, Stace. When you get down to the word magnificent, that's all in capital letters. That's all you need to read. You don't need to read the rest. That's just other stuff. But where am I reading? Uh, didn't you get the? No. It's in our in our Skype chat. In your Skype chat? It's... No, in your, your Skype oh, chat. Oh. Open the chat box, Walt. There's a link. It says invite contacts or share the link. Invite, add people. There's Nancy. There, there's only two oh, things. No, in the chat. In the chat. Of the Skype. And the Skype. Uh, all I see is good day, and we can hear you. That's all it says. Are you in there, Nancy? I'm looking right okay. now. Where under where it says good day. Uh -huh. You should see 5-11-2021, Dave. No, I oh. don't. You don't see? No. See that? Oh. No, did you send it? Right. Yeah, I did. I see it in my ch Skype chat. I don't know what else to do for you. <laughs> I see it. Can, All can right. you, did you hit no. enter when you typed Let me it? read it, and I'll do it. Yes, it's in there, in my my chat. Well, put um, put it put it in the radio chat. Oh, it's too. Oh, the file. Yeah, can't you drop get the copy the link and put it in the radio chat? It sounds like Hold it's on, not a try. link. It sounds like it's a file. It's a file. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, that's a different situation. I don't know. Well, let me try to read it slowly, okay? Okay, all right, go ahead. Because I want to compare what was said then to today. And it's a Dave thing. This is... Uh, get out of my sight. There we go. This was done on May 11, 2021, two years ago. And I say, howdy, y'all. This is Wednesday, May 12, 2021. You are listening to Dolly Shares. Oh, that was a Dolly Shares. Um, I have an exciting message from Dave Corso, the posse in the popcorn eating groups. For a short introduction, 
Dave Corso was born January 9, 1941, and moved on to heaven July 27, 2014. He was in MK Ultra. He was a super soldier and ultra warrior. He is the man who created and operated Wolf Spirit Radio. That is where he and I met. He took me under his arm and brought me on this fantastic journey of talking with him and those who came on into Wolf Spirit Radio. He brought me on air in many of the impromptu roundtables, the Buffalo Talks, chats, and some regular scheduled programs. He took me out on a journey of having programs of my own. The Posse is a group of spiritual beings who helped me along this life's journey. Walt Silva, a co-host on Cosmic Reality Radio shows with me and my friend, Nick Nancy, nicknamed them the Posse. So Walt nicknamed the Posse. The popcorn-eating groups are groups of spiritual beings who actually listen to our shows on Cosmic Reality Radio. We have been told by a human psychic and Dave and the posse that these beings are watching over our shows to see what we know so far and what we are sharing with you all on our shows. They seem to really enjoy us. So, introductions done. This is what happened yesterday, Tuesday, May 11, 2021. Oh my, look what I ran across. Dave Corso interview with a dead man from January 4, 2017. Nancy has a recording of that, but I'm going to read what I'm going to read. I am listening to hear if there is anything pertinent to today, and that was back uh, in May of 2021. So far in the beginning, I'd say yes, regarding addressing depression. I was 10.54 into an hour 52 minutes and 50 seconds. I love him so much, and it's good to hear his human voice. Nancy is in this also. She said she'll figure out a way to be able to play it for y'all or get it to y'all. Um, Dave says people, yes, people must stay united and to unite with others who are waking and that not a whole lot more will be waking before the end of the old and the beginning of the new. There is a lot going on in the background, things we could never think of. This is the year we will not, we will be not struggling with current events because we know the truth will win out. God has won. Others are suffering but we cannot do anything more to help them. That was the year when we were to transition from a 
helping people get through it to just being there when they choose to get through it. So back to this. They have some choosing. They have... Some are choosing their fate. Yes, fate, F-A-T-E at this point. It is their choice, and we should not get upset about it. One of the things is the shot that is a changer and not a vaccine. Someone who get the shot, some who get the shot will not be affected by it in adverse ways. They are being protected because they truly didn't know what they were doing when getting it and are regretful to the core of their being. They are going to be okay. Some will go through a hard time of getting to the point where they are all okay, but they will get there one way or another. Don't be sad. They are okay. He has chosen the direction he wants to be and is having good times. Oh, Dave. Dave has chosen the direction he wants to be and is having good times and frustrating times, but he knows he is doing good. After all, he is one of the white hats, one of the good guys. This is when Dave had, he we had asked him if he decided what he was going to do over there, and he hadn't, and now he was learning which way he wanted to go. Um, he's excited and happy about that, about being one of the good guys, the white hats. He says we are white hats and good guys. He is telling me that I can believe I am a white hat or slash good, good guy slash gals, along with all of us. The popcorn eaters are very proud of us and they are enjoying the show. Dave says, if you have any questions, oh, that's if you, that's back then. I'm t- I don't know if you're here right now. He says this is irrelevant. Re- oh, remember, he's just throwing out the word, remember. Questions can be asked, and he says he will be around to answer them. He was pretty busy since last we heard from him as a group, but he can come to us again like he did before. That's when he was telling us that he could talk through me. Um, He says we need to keep sharing on the air about what is to be exposed to all. He says what we feel is true, what we think is true. It is good to put the words out there. Yes, we feel we are in the twilight zone now. That's because we have never experienced what we are now. We don't know what all the feeling is, but all will be exposed, and we will say to ourselves, yes, that makes sense now. I think we've gone there quite a bit now. He says the good, they's, like that we have and are getting people to send out blankets of whatever good, he says the good they's, like that we have. Oh, he says that the good days like that we have and are getting people to send out blankets of whatever good we put in them 
and sending out prayers and sending out good thoughts and feelings. We are making everything good stronger with these thoughts and sendings, those things we send out. He wants us to know we are okay. We are doing good, more good than we know. Even when we get discouraged and are frustrated, remember, we are a big part of God's army slash force. He prefers the word force. I can hear the posse at all chanting. Keep up the good works. Stay strong. Keep your faiths. That's what they were chanting, saying. And then it says, remember. I don't understand the remember part that is being emphasized. Here's what I was told. That when we hear some things or see some things, it should trigger a memory. If we don't get it the first time, they will send it to us until we do. So the key will be remember. And that is when we should pay attention to what is happening with us and around us. This is the main message for today. Remember, we are white hats because we have our voices provided by God and the airways provided to us by Nancy and Walt. And we can share with those who come into contact. We will, in some cases, not know the message we shared by our words, looks, actions, non-words, non-actions affect others. We are doing good. Stay strong and keep the faith. Stay together and give others your combined strengths as well as your individual strength. Together, you are magnificent. And that's all for now, warriors. <laughs> that's it. But I wanted to read it to see if to share that we really have grown in in different ways. If we really have made a difference over all the years that we've been out there doing this. So I'm done with that. Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting to go back and read some of these things because you get the bigger picture and you can see, you know, yeah, we have made a difference. And I have to say that over the years, people have questioned the fact that we don't, I don't do the videos anymore since I got taken down from YouTube. Um, I was being stopped every time I tried to go up on some station. I was, it was just one BS thing after the other that other people weren't encountering. And I said, okay, this is not the way to go. So after I came to that realization, I've never really even considered doing video. I, it's just not going to do it. Well, in one of the most recent uh, shows that Mike Adams, the health ranger, put out, he started the show up. And he was saying that he was going to do more of the concept of audio only because he's come to the conclusion that audio only allows for much more 
solid communications than video. Exactly what I'd been saying is that when you don't have the video, he, for his sake, he goes into it and he says, you got to think of this and you got to think of that and you're doing this and you're doing that. He said, but when I when I've got an, somebody I'm interviewing, I'll do the videos. He said, but when I'm just talking to you guys, I'm going to go, you know, audio only because the, the human voice is so dang powerful that in and of itself you want to keep the message clear it's the voice you're listening to not the visual effect but i just thought it it just i i love it when the universe kind of pats me on the back and says yep you see you were right now after he's got he's got one of the best studios there is bar none and he's come to the realization that all of that is just, you know, it's just sound. It's it's distraction. Get rid of it. And you'll develop a much more solid uh, link to your people, the people you're trying to talk to. So I thought that that was a, I wanted to pass that on. Yeah. You know. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you have something else? No. I don't. Okay. Um, I, I do want to go to something because I, I, we covered it on, um, on the Say What show. But I don't think that we covered it uh, last week on the Cosmic Reality show. I just have lost track of when things happen. It was Wednesday, the pre- or Tuesday the president was indicted. But I hadn't seen the, uh, the speech and then I saw the speech. Well, I've watched many hundreds of hours of Trump talking, and I have never heard him be so. Uh, he, you know how he's he's an entertainer. He gets out there. He engages the people. He can be very funny. He can be very dramatic. But when he gave this speech, he was subdued. It was like. This is this is the facts. And he went through and he called everything that we talk about as being, you know, from the Biden family being so corrupt to uh, the, the, the concept of the pandemic being, you know, a lockdown, dark side. I don't think he got into that, but I mean, it was that scope of basic items that he was looking at saying we're going to change this we're going to change that but then coming out of kind of like nowhere he 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 said the seal is broken and so i looked that up what does that mean and i finally settled on it it was funny kind because it it has so many me- meanings. The seal is broken, but they kept coming up with a, uh, you know, in the search engine that there's a biz- biblical meaning of it. So, what does it mean to break the seal in the Bible? The opening of the seals of the document occurs in Revelations chapters five through eight and marks the second coming of the Christ and the beginning of the apocalypse slash revelation upon the lamb of god slash lion of judah opening a seal on the cover of the book or scroll and this is the key 
a judgment is released or an apocalyptic event occurs. So that made me kind of like, you know, go, what does that mean? Do you think it was a biblical connection or was it, I mean, uh, let me just put in for, for kicks and giggles here. Let's, because that was spiritual meaning. Now let's just put in legal meaning and see what that says. Um, yeah, that, that's just, you know, a seal being something that secures it and if it's broken, you know the document's been messed with. What does seal mean on a legal document? Would it be wrong to ask the bossy what uh, Trump meant? That's not for me to answer. I don't know what. Dolly? I'm, I'm trying to connect. They're discussing this. There's uh -huh. a big discussion going on. Okay, here's another legal one. Um, at LSD law. That's funny, LSD law. In, in simpler terms, a sealed contract is a promise that must be kept, and if it is broken, there will be consequences. That's, that's it. They are saying, that's it, Nancy. That's what he was referring to. Okay. And I didn't even hear what you were reading because i busy okay. trying to figure out what they're doing. In simpler terms, a sealed contract is a promise that must be kept. And if it is broken, there will be consequences. Uh, uh, interesting. And they are saying that that's what it is. Well, yeah, because you know, it, 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 go ahead. No, no, I was just thinking that all the documents, uh, the documents done by the, the the fathers of the country in Washington and all the other guys, they weren't just a, a piece of paper. I mean, they were thorough and they were so serious. And for example, they knew how to. Uh, they followed astrology. Like for example, the uh, Declaration of Independence, it it was it was signed on a specific date between two and three a.m. and that was done on purpose. They needed the country to be born on a specific set of uh, astral positions, so that that's why uh, uh, the United States. Uh, this was explained to me by this gentleman who who did a astrology work, and he says that's why it. Uh, there are things that don't work for the country because of the the way the the, the astral uh, the chart the astral the birth chart for the country was very specific. So, for example, he says if you look if if uh, one example that he gave if uh, the United States goes to war with another with another political 
power just by itself, it will always fail. But if it goes to war with allies, it will always win. And he started citing examples when that when on I, uh, for example, he said uh, the the event the um, conflict in Granada, it failed. Uh, the conflict in uh, in in uh, Vietnam, it failed. He, he started rattling off examples where country where the United States went into war by itself and it failed. But when it goes to war with the allies, it, it succeeds. And that, and that was determined by the birth chart of the country. So I'm thinking along the lines of, okay, if they were so knowledgeable and they were the, the, the Declaration of Independence and all the other things were not just a piece of paper, but they were very well-crafted uh, spells uh, then you can't muck around with them and just say, "Oh, um, we're not going to ignore the Constitution. We don't. We don't have to follow." No, it can't be that simple. They're trying to make it that simple, but it can, it's not that. It's, you can't just sh shut them off because you want to shut them off. There's got to be more, <laughs> and I, I, I think that's where that seal is broken comes in is because they're trying to undo some very serious magic that was done and it's not going to work for them that's Just really interesting because when when you look at it okay that concept that it's a sealed contract is a promise that must be kept and if it is broken there will be consequences well they all took an oath to the constitution of the united states Okay, that and and not only that, but they had to sign a, a paper on it. And when they signed the paper, that's also legally considered a sealed document, the signature. So if you've got a, a situation where he said that you know the the seal has been broken, it means you broke your promise to the Constitution, and consequences are about to arrive. That, you know that that might have what what in indicting him it might have been an absolute spit in the face of the constitution the line in the sand you shouldn't have crossed it but um it could be simply this this legal concept but then you bring in the concept that many of us feel um that the united states is inspired by god whatever God it is, I don't, you know, I'm not saying I know which God, but some spiritual uh, entity is behind the experiment of America. And if you've done enough history, researching the history of this country, there was no way this country could have won against Britain in a revolutionary war. And yet they did. You know, they were being helped by spiritual forces, let's put it that way. So there, in, in the Constitution, there, there is nothing like the Constitution on the face of the, the earth in any country. There are countries that have taken parts of the Constitution, in some cases more like the flavor of the Constitution, but the Constitution is the document that mandates the, let's say, this, not only the legal and the structural framework of the United States, but also in many ways, a moral stand of what the you know what what is morally correct, 
if you analyze, there's so many ways to analyze. The Constitution is not very long, but there are <laughs> probably billions of pages that have been written about it and the interpretation of it. But, you know, it goes back to all the cases that are saying these people broke their oath of office. And, you know, Trump did this, uh, he sat down with uh, Brett Baer from Fox News. And Brett Baer is, uh, a, was a formidable opponent to him, Trump. It was the first time that I saw somebody stepping on Trump. Uh, it didn't last very long, but he came out and he was, he was being actually, I was kind of impressed with how he was shutting the president down. But then the president got the upper hand and started just, I mean, I, 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 I kind of felt that that Bear had kind of given up, just sat back and listened to him, you know, it was like, but he was asked a question regarding suburban women not voting for him. And he just kind of blew that off. And he started talking about the 2020 election and how it was stolen. And anybody that's watched this, it's true, it was stolen. There was so much, you know, evidence to that fact. But every time he opens his mouth about the stolen election, they it's almost like cannon fodder for the other side. So, I mean, I winched. Oh, what are you going there for? You know, you, don't go there. Don't go there. We know it's true, but don't go there. But he did. And sure enough, in the, you know, the, the panel that's talking about the interview, because it's actually... Well, it actually just went off again. It was a two-parter. I didn't see the second part. But the panel was like, oh, him and that election thing. I mean, they, they immediately jumped on it, you know. But the election, and it comes to, and it, you know, they're trying to get everybody on the, the January 6th thing. The January 6th event was predicated on the Congress, the, the Senate, and uh, the Congress coming together in, in like one voting block. They, normally they vote separately. But they're coming together in order to um, give the congressional blessing on the election of 2020, giving it to Biden. There were, an, I think, the, the <clears throat> excuse me, I think it was Mike Jordan, Jim Jordan, I'm sorry, who stood up and put it on the table that there were uh, there was evidence that there, there was election fraud, and before you you know give the seal of approval on this election, you need to look at this information, and there was a, a constitutional way of doing what was being attempted to do was to hold off on certifying the election, let us investigate these claims of, of fraud, election fraud that if they were true, Donald Trump was the president, not not Biden. So Jim Jordan gets that presented to them and essentially said, you know, if you don't stop these proceedings and give us the time to look at this evidence, then you are in breach of the Constitution and therefore essentially called them traitors. And at that moment, the entire breach of the Capitol began. Okay? 
and the people come in and they get it and they 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 shut down the hearings they all run for cover and everything happens and then hours later they reconvene and nobody says anything they just pass it that was so unconstitutional pence blessed it it was all illegal they all broke their oath of office and that's why we have the Brunson case that came up before the Supreme Court and was thrown out because of a lack of injury. They do that when they don't have anything else to say. Um, I, I haven't kept up with it. They were going to make a, a, an appeal to go to it. But obviously, uh, President Trump knows about the case because he had the Brunson brothers at Mar-a-Lago with him before the Supreme Court. So it, this could also be a reference to the fact that, you know, it, it goes back to the 2020 election. That that's when you broke your oath of office. That's when you really spat on the Constitution. And since then, you've done all of these things. And now you've gotten to a point where you're actually trying to put the most likely contender for the presidency in jail for the rest of his life. You know, you broke your seal and there will be consequences. So it's a very it was a very interesting speech. You can probably find it on YouTube. Google it. Well, don't Google it. Do somebody else. Um I and I I I mean I know that that information made me feel very kind of relaxed I, I and I, I'm talking about how I'm feeling now because we've got a situation with the Schumann residents we talked about on uh, on uh, uh, Shanghai show but oddly enough Gene Rockefeller sent me a picture of the Schumann residents just all squirrely a picture of the graph and it was WTF she said so it, it's it's and she 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 stu- she stays up on that. She does, and she if she feels that this is a big enough event that she's bothered to ask me what I'm thinking or feeling. Um, it's it's a big event, and all I can say is that in the last 24 hours, for sure, but it, it, for the last few weeks, the sun goes down. I start to get this feeling of happiness. It's an energy that comes into my body. It's not like I'm, you know, doing something. Oh, I just saw this wonderful show. It made me happy, or I did this. No, that's not what. It's nothing to do with my conscious, you know, mental state. It's an en- a feeling of energy, just that feeling of happiness. And in the last 24 hours, it's like nonstop. So if this Schumann resonance is what's the root of it, because like I say, it's very, very how do I say 3D it's it's a uh, you know biologically I'm feeling this feeling of happiness uh, if it's the Schumann resonance going bonkers well I'm not going to fight that it's it's a really nice place to be so I don't know if anybody else is feeling that or maybe feeling the opposite but uh, Dolly what have you been feeling you know anything that seems to be more or different than last week or yesterday well, you know, because I reached the place a while ago where I let go and let happen um, because 
I reached the place where I knew, I know, inside my being, outside my being, I know it's okay. And that's, when that happened, that's when I felt absolute relief. I didn't have that kind of stress in me anymore. I only had the stress of the chaos going on around me in the house. But um, with everything else, with what's happening in the world and what's going to happen, I have no fears. I have no no angst. I'm, I'm happy with that, yeah. But that happened to me for a while ago. So I know what you're talking about. Sounds like the cabal's control is uh, blowing up in their faces, because if if they were if, if they were full full steam ahead, uh, everybody would be in, in in a fear panic. But that's not the case. No, and it was like, okay, Hunter Biden got indicted, or no, he made an agreement, a plea deal, and he's going to plead guilty on a hundred and fifty million dollar tax bill that he owes and the gun charge where he falsified it saying he was not a drug addict so there's no uh, prison time now and it's, it's really you know the, the game that they're playing is really interesting well to me anyway um, so they find the guy guilty but he's not going to do any jail time at the same time, they said that it wasn't the case wasn't over. It was still continuing. Now that added clause in, and it was apparently they didn't show anybody the the, the official legal documents. They gave him a letter explaining this, and so you got a situation where. The Congress is trying to investigate, and some of the congressmen were saying, "Oh, this is great because now they've got they can't fall back on we we were in an active investigation and can't show you the files," and they probably didn't read the whole thing. I didn't read it at all. It was somebody else picked it up that said, "But it's still ongoing because they can still shut them down," you know. But in the world of Biden, it's like. Oh yeah, poor Hunter. You know he was, uh, you know, just this this poor drug addict that he's cleaned up his act and he's gonna, you know, pay for the 1.5 million dollar uh, taxes that he owed. But Janine, Judge Janine, pointed out. She said, exactly where did the money come from that you would have a tax bill for 1.5 million dollars? There was nothing about, you know, where did that money come from? What's that all about? And on the same day that that case gets released, the paternity suit, the paternity case, where he wanted to uh, decrease the amount of money he was paying for child support, well, that settled, and he did. He's paying much less. I think it's like. A quarter of what he was paying, still five thousand dollars a month, I think. But that at the same 
<clears throat> basically 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> it's it's these games that they're playing, indicting this one and giving this one a time a pass. And oh my God, it's Can so I I don't mean to change the subject. I just had a quick, quick question for you because I, I saw the video that uh, uh, Tucker Carlson put on on Twitter, and I have you know every time they show videos of this of this uh, Hunter Biden, uh, he he looks like his face has been shoved in a blender. It's like a, all full of scabs and scars. Is like is he like a major? He's I don't I don't know he's he's some kind of a, a you know what do you call the, the these drug addicts that yeah the face of a drug addict honey oh wow because you wonder you know did they shove his face you know did they ride uh, through town you know <laughs> and, and they uh, tied him up to the to a horse and he's <laughs> that's right and he's 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 being dragged through the town that it's crazy. And like uh, he showed uh, two pictures of him, one where he's had a a beautiful, shiny, clean uh, sh smile, but then <laughs> in the other one it looks the teeth of a pirate, all rotten, all black and rotten. Is no, that no, 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 no. What's going no, on no, with no. this guy? What happened was that his yes, the the drugs he was taking, smoke and crack, was destroying his gums. So he needed a bridge for whatever reason, all right? Mm -hmm. When they put the bridge in, they carve your teeth down to look like that to be able to accept the bridge. So the first one where his teeth are looking like that, that was what they did getting the teeth so it would take the bridge. The second one where he's got the great smile is his bridge. Oh. And he's got a, he's got a really nice case of uh, bridge on his, in his mouth. No wonder he's spending so much money on dental work. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they're very expensive. Those those bridges. Wow. I know I've got one. You know, um, but that's why I know exactly what that picture was. I saw it in my own mouth. To be honest with you, it was like <laughs> creepy as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way they could fix the teeth that had gotten knocked out when I was twelve years old. It took. Oh, about 30, 50 years for it to happen, but it happened. My my little brother smacked me in the... I, w I deserved it. I was very proud of him. <laughs> but 50 years later, it, the crack in the tooth caused a problem. And uh, I think I had bad dentists, but most people end up with bad dentists. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. So, um, well, we've had a, a, an interesting talk about a lot of different things. Is there anything else that you uh, you thought to talk about? We still got six minutes. Oh, we could talk about the the black goo connection. Again, right after this show, you're going to have the Shungite show. Highly recommend you listen to that because Derek had another one of those woo woo things with energy that then. Walt came up with something that he had gotten in a similar situation, and it, it went on and on and on into a real analysis of enterology from a from a lot of different ways. And Dolly, were you able to follow that conversation, or were you bored to tears? 
No, I was still in the shower at that point. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I oh, didn't yeah. make it in until like 12.20, and then I heard the tail end of Derek had another whatever, and that was it. Uh-huh. But, um, again, it, it what, what's being demonstrated through Derek is this acceleration of opening of talent coming out and I think of it as talent I think we're God-given you know talent is God-given ability is something that you know you have the ability to make it into something but you have to have the training you have to have the skills and he sort of like got the skills I don't say better but more impressively than other people and um, it's like an accelerated being and he happens to be led to a place where he's on radio and a lot of different programs and a lot of different venues and gets the word out about where we can go as spiritual slash metaphysical beings. But then he, then he had a, a, the show that he was supposed to do, well, they did do it last night, but they forgot to record it. It was just one of those things, you know, they, they didn't get recorded. And he said, you know, he felt that there was probably something on there that um, shouldn't have been talked about. But maybe it was that they wanted something on there to be talked about. Because Mark was on the call with us and he was saying, you know, well, what was the subjects that you were talking about on the show? And Black Goo was brought up. And then he brought up the concept that when he was a deep sea diver in the Gulf of Mexico, he was sent down right near where the uh, deep water horizon had, had, you know, gone down to check on something that was at the bottom of the, uh, on the floor, the bottom of the ocean. And he gets down there with this jar, glass jar, and he's got to scoop up some of this stuff that's heavier than the water and laying there. And he didn't tell the whole story, but when he got back to the ship, he actually had to take his all the clothes he had on because they were disintegrating. The, the, the chemistry down there was so bad that it was disintegrating his, his diving equipment. So the thing of it is that it sounds like he might have been in the black goo. And I thought this before when I first heard this, the, the story, but then I kind of forgot about it until he was talking about it again. And it may just be that while he was down there in contact with the black goo that I think is uh, from Gaia, not necessarily black goo that's from this other planet that's caused havoc here, but I think it might have been from Gaia. He might have got an energetic boost that's allowed him to be able to demonstrate, you know, what we all can be, but we don't have to go diving into the deep waters and get ourselves in black goo. <laughs> We're at the end of the show here. We got two minutes. I know I left us on a on a bridge there, but maybe. Well we can find out from Derek when it started. Before or after the black goo experience. Oh it was he'd always as a kid even his mother was psychic. So he was oh, already okay. pretty set up about it and he was probably led there to get the boost to be able to do more. Oh I see that's what I think. Okay, thanks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 
Thanks for the chat, peoples, for being here and chatting. And um, I love y'all. I, I mean to tell you, I love y'all. Don't forget it ever, please. Remember, love blankets. And I'm done. <laughs> Would you like to say goodnight there, Walt? Thank you, everyone, for being here. And uh, above all, uh, thank you for supporting this giant wave of happiness. Let it keep. Let it be. Let keep uh, supporting it. Let let it keep growing. Because uh, it's, I think it's a consequence of all the love blankets. They, that energy has to show somewhere. There it is. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, tomorrow we've got Radio 5G. And uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, it's about targeted individuals. To be honest with you, um, we've never done a, a whole show on that subject. But uh, that's tomorrow. And then uh, Ani's going to be live at uh, 7 to 8 Eastern Time. So thank you all for being here. We hope you had a good time here. We will see you, well, on Saturday. I mean, I'm going to be on Radio 5G, but we'll be back on Saturday. Thank you, my, thank you from the deep. I mean, I just have a good day. Be, feel happy. Preaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.